<sighs> Good morning and welcome to Emmet Audio. So, as most of you know, I'm sure I've been working hard at the Christmas tree farm with basically no days off. I was able to take the day before Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving day off, which was unprecedented this year. So I've had two days off since November 1st. Uh, but I'm definitely, I'm wearing thin. And uh, I realized that as part of wearing thin, part of what happens when you wear thin is you stop doing all the small things that have been sustaining you. Because, well, because you're, you're worn thin and you just can't seem to summon the energy or the will or the executive function or the chutzpah or whatever you want to call it, the oomph, to do all those things. So bit by bit they fall to the wayside. And, um, and what happens then is that usually the things that are burning you out then sort of accelerate their burnout of you because, well, you're not pushing back against it as much anymore. You're not actively trying to balance things out. So I had kind of fallen into that camp. I was still doing many of the things I was doing, but I wasn't doing um, as much recovery, like physical recovery work. Because what happens is mentally, I think I would be okay if I wasn't so physically drained. But, um, and, and honestly, this year has been a pretty easy year in terms of physical exertion. Sometimes, depending on the year, there can be snow on the ground, slush on the ground, slush on the trees. It can be a painful experience doing this. And this year really hasn't, hasn't really had its challenges like that. There's been some wet days, but I've been able to, for the most part, tie wreaths during inclement weather and cut greens outside in nice weather. Um, But even so, physically, it's just too much work and not, not enough recovery. And this has, you know, reached the tipping point of me starting to slip on the recovery because I was overworked. And that's, I think, you know, it's an interesting phenomenon. I think that's where a lot of people find themselves, where, you know, let's say for a while you're you're doing okay, your work is stressful, say, but you're, you know, you're maintaining the habits that are helping to balance that out. And then at a certain point, you know, either the habits slip or the work becomes stressful enough, or it's been stressful for long enough that you let the habits slip. And then with the habits that are helping balance you out gone, things get more and more stressful, right? And I think that's where you can reach a kind of point of acute burnout, um, whether it's physical or mental or... Uh, and, and for me, it was physical. Like I realized that my hands were getting to a place where they were just... Uh, the muscles were getting both tight and inflamed, whereas before they were just getting inflamed. And I realized that I needed to start that I had slipped on some things, but that I also needed to start rolling out my arms on a small foam roller that we have. 
which is great, by the way. The, we have this foam roller that's like a foot long and a narrow diameter than the regular foam roller. Um, so we have like the long foam roller that you can use on the floor, but this one you can also use on the floor, but it's also small enough to conveniently use on a table, which makes it excellent for rolling out your forearms. Really painful to, you know, crunch your arm along this foam roller, but it really helps when part of what's going on is tightness. Now, usually I think of tightness and inflammation as being two different things. The interesting phenomenon that I've been experiencing though is that right now I kind of have both. It's, I think it's because I've been working my hands and forearms hard without enough recovery for long enough now that they are getting to be both tight and inflamed. So uh, the cold plunge, dipping my arms in the cold plunge has been really helpful, but that doesn't help with the tightness. And, um, and at the very beginning of the season, I was rolling out, you know, my, my arms and my, the, the, I guess the side of my pec, right? And my armpit gets really tight. My biceps get really tight from tying wreaths. Um, and then my forearms and wrists and elbows. <clears throat> point is yesterday or maybe two days ago I can't really remember I was like that's it you know this is uh, it's it's often that the thing that you need to do opens up pathways to allow you to do the other things that you need to do so I realized I needed to shift from doing as much as I could to doing as little as I could when it came to the farm um, and I'm, it's tricky because I'm in a week where I'm trying to fill my last big wholesale order. So there is work that has to get done. Uh, but the good thing about having it be, you know, this defined amount of work that has to be done is that when that work is done, like I can easily sort of plot out, okay, you got to do this, this day, and this, this day, and that will allow you to deliver the work this day. And then you'll have time to do these other things. And then you're going into the weekend at the U-Cut Grove. So it, it makes it a little simpler for me to say, okay, if I've gotten this done, then I'm good for today. I don't need to push the envelope and get more work done just because I have more time. And instead, I need to use that time both to rest my body, but also to do active recovery. So, um, you know, making sure that I'm maintaining all the, the things that are keeping me healthy, walking the dogs, preferably twice a day. Although, you know, part of what happened was I was so busy that uh, my parents and my wife's parents, bless them, were walking the dogs in the afternoons. So I didn't have to, but then, you know, but then I'm not walking the dogs in the afternoons, right? So that's, it might not seem like much, but that's 20, 30 minutes a day of walking that I wasn't getting. And that really started to add up after a week. Um, I've started pushing myself to do a, an actual cold plunge, like actually put my whole body in the cold plunge. Um, I don't know if I'll do each day. I certainly did it yesterday and the day before, and I'm telling myself I'm going to do it today, but I'm not telling myself yet that I'm doing it every day because that feels too daunting. Um, I'm making sure I'm good about taking some electrolytes and my uh, collagen and fish oil and vitamin D 
and making sure that my diet is as clean as I can make it and as full of you know, healthy fats and enough protein to make sure I can recover. Um, and making sure my sleep is good. The one thing that is, um, I, I would like to do, but this year it's too late to do. So next year I want to try and make it happen is getting myself set up with a small sauna. Like, uh, I guess not a small sauna cause I want everyone in my family to be able to be in it together. But, uh, a little four-person barrel sauna behind the house I think would be good but for that to be possible we need to have some electrical work done and I need to make a little gravel pad for it um, and set the money aside this Christmas tree season so that next summer we can have the work done have the sauna there I think that would be very therapeutic for my recovery this time of year uh, to have that so, so that's the, that's, that's sort of where we stand. Um, and, and I think, well, once I've started making sure I was doing all the things, including the foam rolling, that was the really big thing that I realized I'd slacked on, um, my arms are feeling much better. Um, I've said this many times, but there is no substitute for simply doing less. And, and a, a large part of doing less is that it affords you time to do some of the more restorative practices that help balance things out. So as those of you who are spoon carvers go into this, what I imagine is sort of the last final crazy push, um, trying to make things for the Christmas market scene and you're pushing your body perhaps too hard, um, make sure that you're doing as many of these recovery things as you can. You know, stick a, stick a bucket of water on your front porch where it can just be cold and you can dunk your hands into it up to your elbows. That'll go a long way towards helping reduce inflammation, trying to remove processed foods and sugars from your diet will go a long way and making sure you're eating enough protein and nutrient-dense foods um, I think are is you know very important. One of the one of the things that's hard when your hands uh, when you get to a place where your hands are overworked and they're going numb in your sleep is that it makes it difficult to have long restorative sleep because your hands go numb. And so, for instance. You know, last night I was very tired by nine o'clock, but I knew that if I went to bed at nine, I was just gonna wake up at four with numb hands. Whereas if I went to bed at 10, wake up at five with numb hands, then I could get up at 5.15, 5.20, and do some exercises with my, one of my daughters. And, uh, and it would all be good. So you can't get quite the restorative sleep until you address the overuse. And so you don't wanna be caught in a vicious cycle. Good luck with all of this and um, make sure you're doing what you can. Talk tomorrow.